I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about they said I was needy. Well, have you ever dated somebody and they accused you of being too needy and you just didn't get it? Well, it happens to a lot of us and quite honestly, if you grew up in a house where you didn't get a lot of love and affection and unconditional love, that attention and your parents were, you know, good with getting your needs to you giving you a lot of unconditional support and you know maybe they worked all the time or they had their own issues mental health issues we become very clingy um, and the reason for this is because we're terrified of abandonment and we feel we get caught up in this cycle where we just constantly are wanting love and affection from our parents and we're desperate to get it and it never comes or they give us breadcrumbs here and there. And so we get caught up in that cycle. And what happens is we often reenact that in our adult romantic relationships. And we're so used to it. We've spent our entire life doing it because it's been happening since you were, you know, even an infant or slightly after. You don't even know it. You don't even recognize it. You just don't even see that aspect of yourself. And so it could be real eye-opener when somebody tells you that. And I know that it took me a long time to see when I had anxiety and how it was affecting me in my relationships. And I started to see things play out with, you know, girls that I was dating. And now it's just unbelievably how I'm so aware and attentive to it because I know what I'm looking for and you guys are starting to see it in yourselves the more you learn and you watch the videos it helps you and you're like oh I do it or I'm doing it again and so it's very helpful but when somebody initially tells you that it kind of shocks you you're just like wait what no maybe you're not really needy and they're just more an avoidant attachment style and so they can't handle any kind of uh, you know reasonable amount of love and affection that they should expect from a partner so maybe they would even say that someone that had a secure attachment style was needy right because they can't handle that level of closeness so uh, I got a email today um, from a guy in his early 50s and he was dating this one for about five months he said hi coach Craig your articles and videos are very informative and have helped me to see some of my faults to work on. Great job, Bud. And Bud's not his name, by the way. He was saying, I'm his Bud. Not you. Me. You could be his Bud, too. You'll probably be his Bud in the comments section. You guys send nice little messages to each other. I like it when you guys are nice to each other. Sometimes, sometimes it gets a little heated in there. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. So this guy was divorced and or getting divorced and the woman that he dated in question here helped him through it. 
Now, he has a couple of kids, and obviously in his first marriage, and or his marriage here, maybe it's not his first, I think it is. Um, and here's what he was telling me about her and the situation. He said that her father and mother are not alive, and that she does not talk with her brothers. So that's kind of interesting, that your only family left alive is your siblings, and you're not close with them. Odd, right? Alright, so he told me, she helped me through some tough times after the divorce. I spent a lot of time with her at her house. She frequently cooked me dinner. We went out a lot and had a great time. Great sex. Many nights, she wouldn't let me go home. High interest level right there. She wants to keep you around, right? My ex-wife unexpectedly moved back into the home with me and was allowed to live with me until the middle of April. It was a very stressful time to live in the same house as your ex-wife. So most of the time was spent at her house, meaning the girl he's writing me about. I was given advice by my daughter's therapist not to bring my girlfriend around for about a year. My daughter's having problems dealing with the divorce and with school. Well, I don't know the age of your child. Or you said you had two. So I'm not sure how old she is, but yes, it can be very difficult and they could be very loyal to their parents. So in other words, she might be very loyal to her mother at this time and say, no, 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 I don't want this new woman around and sabotage it, do things. She might be really angry and sad. So you definitely don't want to throw this in her face right away and you need to let it play out to see how she handles things and adjusts. I don't know if a year is necessary. I don't know the child's age or anything like that. But you just kind of want to see how she's doing and base those decisions on how she adjusts to the situation. And also the level of commitment to the relationship because you certainly don't want to introduce new people into your life if they're not going to really stick around. Alright, there were recent events that I should have tried harder to include her on. My youngest birthday, my oldest daughter's college graduation. Okay, so we got way difference in age here. And my oldest daughter's award dinner. The last two, I was only allowed to one ticket and explain that to her. Well, I mean, all three of those situations involved your children and so I don't know if it was necessarily a good idea to include her on those. Um, and if it was because of the daughter, she should have been understanding and you should have had a discussion about that. She also made plans and bought tickets for several shows before we met and planned on us going together. She broke up with me over the phone. Wow. While I was at work. Jeez and accusing me of being too needy. There's a saying that I like. It's called, you're only as needy as your unmet need. And sometimes it's hard to conceptualize it, but think about that in terms of hunger. Okay? You're only as hungry as the amount of food that's in you and that you've had inside you and the amount of space that's in your stomach. So, 
If you just had a big meal, there's not a lot of space there, right? Obviously, in your stomach. And if you haven't eaten in a while, there's plenty of room. And so, if you haven't had a lot of love in your life, there's plenty of room, and so you're really wanting it. You're really starved for it. Okay. She said that she loves me and is looking for someone long-term that she just doesn't want to have to work so hard on a relationship that it should come easier and that she needed space. He said I was shocked and that I didn't see it coming. I said, okay, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry that I wasn't attentive enough to your needs and thanks for helping me through some very difficult times in my life. And he said this in a shaking voice. He was obviously really upset. And it, may, it seems to me maybe she didn't communicate her needs very well to you either. Because you should have had some idea that she was unhappy about things. She should have been communicating that to you. She said that I was needy. She said she loves me, but we weren't compatible. Well, there are times that you're not going to be compatible with somebody. If one person is a, a very, very liberal person and one person is very conservative, that might make it be uh, incompatible. Or maybe it could be a religious thing. Or if one of you is a morning person, the other's a night person, they can't compromise. There are things like that that are extremes to make things incompatible with each other. It does happen, but I think a lot of things you can work through. My guess is that you were probably coming on too strong and being very needy for her, and it was turning her off. And then, when you started to turn her off, she started to see more of your flaws. She said she didn't want to work hard on a relationship, that it should come easier. She said she brought me around her daughter, and I didn't bring her around mine. Well, yeah, that's a problem, too. She feels like she's invested, committed to the relationship, and you're not. But what you need to say is, well, hang on here. You and your daughter have been alone for a long time, and mine are in the midst of a brand new divorce. So it's a little bit different. I would say, look, if my daughter and I had been single, you know, I was single for a long time, and then you came along, yeah, then it would be easier to include you. But my daughter is having a hard time. This isn't about my attraction to you or my level of interest in you. It's merely I'm looking out for my daughter's mental health. She's struggling. She's having a hard time. Please understand, this isn't about me and how much I care about you. I'm just looking out for her needs first. I'm her dad and I have to put her needs first in that area. But believe me, if we are together and she starts to do better, I would love to include her in our lives. So something reassuring like that. I still love her and I feel like I should try calling to see if she wants to talk. I haven't spoke to her since the breakup. Did a few did text a few times, wants to say I'm sorry twice to send her something funny. She responded once, but very brief. Called once and went to voicemail. No response. Should I call or text again? 
Is she testing me? Please advise. I don't think she's testing you. Um, I think what's going on here is she's feeling like you didn't care about her. Maybe she's got some issues for herself and she had interpreted your daughter not being including in her life as that you didn't care about her. And maybe she was having a hard time seeing that you're just looking out for your daughter's mental health and what's going on with her. If she had a lot of anxiety, she would be more likely to be self-absorbed and selfish about the situation and not see that you're just trying to be a good dad. I definitely would not reach out to this woman again. You texted her a few times, you called, and it went straight to voicemail. I mean, maybe she even blocked you that it went straight to voicemail. You're sending funny, uh, like, little pictures or whatever, and she responded only one time and very brief. Tells me right now, she's not interested. You can't fix this, okay? Not right now. She needs to have some time and space to think about things, reevaluate, and maybe she'll come back with a clearer head and say to you, you know what, I, I see that, you know, maybe you were looking out for your daughter, or maybe she'll start to miss the good times you had together, and she'll reach out again. But, you know, she was great in helping you through the divorce, but she's got to be more understanding of what's going on with your kids, and you got to make some changes in yourself so you no longer are so clingy and needy for this person. Love is supposed to be playful and fun. It could be really hard to have a fun, playful relationship when you haven't had your needs met. When you're anxious, when you're depressed, it's really hard to have fun. It's really hard to laugh because you're so sad, you're hurting so much, and you're going to have healthier relationships when you get to a place where if they, that person leaves you, you're okay with it. You don't have to like it, but just getting to a place where you're okay with it will help you tremendously, and it will help you tremendously to reattract that person because you won't put so much pressure on the situation. So, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Remember, guys, go to my website. On the very bottom of the front page, the home page, it says, Sign up for Ask Craig mailing list. Believe me, I'm already thinking about ways to send or to create additional content that I won't put on YouTube. Or if I do, it's going to be exclusive to the mailing list and you won't see it unless you're on the list. I've got some ideas in the works. I don't want you guys to miss out because once I send out that newsletter, it's only going to go out once. I don't want to, I'm not going to keep sending it out. So if you miss out on a video or an article or something like that, it's going to be gone. So I want you guys to be fully aware of it. I'm not going to spam you. I'm just going to put out exclusive stuff, maybe once every couple weeks. But believe me, it's a different avenue for me to share other kinds of content that I would not normally do in the regular videos. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, be sure to do that because I do post videos Monday through Friday. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.